Welcome to the Rocket Movies Podcast. This is Carlo X. Lopez, your host. Thank you for joining me on this episode 18. Uh, it's been a few weeks, but back at it. Seen several movies to get to. Uh, just a week ago, I was uh, in, at a concert in Houston at the NRG Stadium watching Coldplay. Uh, of course, I'll give you my you know, review of the Coldplay concert. Um, uh, but, but moving on, I want to get back to the movies real quick, then we'll get into Coldplay. Uh, but I got five movies this week to review, so we'll get started here. Um, once again, just thanks again for joining. Uh, if you ever have anything you need to send me, send it to Carlo X Lopez at rockandmovies.com. I uh, wanted to get into mid, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So that's first movie uh, on today's agenda to, to review. And it was directed by, you know, Sam Raimi. You know, he's done the Evil Dead movies. He's, he did Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3 and Dragon Me to Hell amongst many other movies. Well, Sam Raimi is a horror director by nature. He's done a lot of that stuff. Uh, so when he did this Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I was interested to see, you know, his take on it and, I knew he could do superhero movies because of Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Uh, but this is uh, Marvel's new movie, clearly connected to all the other 30 movies or so, and shows, and the last Spider-Man ties into this heavily, uh, No Way Home. And, and so it's just you know, Doctor Strange. You know, I'm pretty sure you might have seen it by now already. Uh, if you haven't, uh, minor spoilers, but ties into Spider-Man because he, you know, messes with, uh, you know, the multiverse and... Uh, to try to help Spider-Man out. Well, there's some consequences and things that happen, of course. And uh, But this stars, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch as Dr. Stephen Strange. And, of course, uh, he's back for, you know, he's played the character a few times. He does a great job. And so he, it's basically his story, but he needs help to, you know, help him, you know, a character out. Um, and she's on the run kind of a thing. And so he's there to help her out. But... It stars Elizabeth Olsen, and she had, you know, Vision and Wanda, the Wanda Vision that just came out on Disney. So it kind of ties into this a little bit. And she plays Wanda Maximoff, or the Scarlet Witch. Uh, so, you know, she's a big part of this movie. So Doctor Strange does enlist her help. But there's a lot of twists and turns that happen. Chiwito uh, of Four plays Baron Mordo, who's, you know, basically, you know, the his friend that turns bad. But this is a different one. There's This is a multiverse, so this has different layers. And... and Benedict Wong is really coming up as Wong, and he's starting to become a, a big figure in Marvel. And I think as they go forward, it's gonna he'll be there for a lot. And 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 I hope I'm not you know chopping up her name, but Social Gomez plays America Chavez, who's kind of the the main character superhero of the of the movie that Doctor Strange is trying to help because she's got a power that helps her you know travel multiverses, and and you can check that out and. Rachel McAdams, of course, is Dr. Christine Palmer. She's his partner. She's always like, you know, there's that love story, which if you haven't seen What If, it's good to see the What If cartoons, especially the Doctor Strange, I think it's episode four, uh, because there's a love story there. And this is what really drives this whole thing is that love story. And, you know, it's across multi, you know, verses and things and, and a lot of times, you know, you may have dreams. Like, I have dreams. I feel like I connect. I know it sounds crazy, but I feel like we have dimensions or we have other, you know, dreams that are so real. Like, you know people and you've been there and you, you've you seen it. You you felt it. It's so real and vivid. And then you wake up and you're like, was that real? Well, it's kind of they use that in this, which is kind of cool about dreams and things. And so um, there's um, 
you know, there's a lot of stuff, you know, in this movie. There's some special guest stars, and and this is not ruining it, but the Illuminati's in here. Now, there's been different versions of the Illuminati throughout the comics, you know, and Illuminati's this, you know, super group of powerful beings. Well, it's here. They mention it. It's in the trailer. I'm not ruining it. But that's what really disappointed me was just that, you know, they're in it for 10, 15 minutes only. But it's still cool to see, you know, uh, somebody we all know, John Krasinski is going to be involved as Reed Richards. And to see the X-Men crossover, there's things that are happening. Patrick Stewart, we saw him in the commercial, so I'm not ruining it. But to see these guys on the screen, it's really a cool, cool thing. It's it's opening the doors to Fantastic Four. And if you don't read comics or anything like that, there's already been two versions of Fantastic Four out there. Um, the first one, I think, was definitely better than the second one. But, you know, once again, uh, to each their own, you know, Fantastic Four. I'm, I'm ready for Marvel's version. Uh, and, and, of course, Haley Atwell comes out in Captain America, the first Avenger. She's the love interest of Chris and our Captain America. Uh, so she's in this. And once again, if you've watched the What If on Disney Plus, there's a story about her as Captain Carter. And so there's some things that you probably should watch before you go in. Certainly her, you know, the what if, you know, Captain Carter, Haley Atwell. So there's a, another story there, but it's just, it ties in. So it's really cool to tie in. And then there's, you know, of course you do want to stay towards the end, you know, end credit scenes. There's a big credit scene of a character that Charlie's Theron's playing and her name is Clea. So just stay tuned and watch that because there's bigger things to come. And if you don't know comics, I'm just going to give you a little thing. She marries Doctor Strange kind of a thing. So it's a future thing. So we'll see if that happens, if they keep it the same. And of course, Bruce Campbell, who plays Ash in the Evil Dead movies, he plays a cameo in here and he does a cameo with all Sam Raimi movies. Uh, he's going to come in there and be an idiot of some kind. And, and he's an idiot here, too. But there's an homage to Evil Dead where, you know, Doctor Strange does kind of put a spell on him when he starts beating himself up. For the whole movie. Anyway, so it's kind of a, a fun part, you know, where he beats himself up. And it just reminds me of Evil Dead movies. But but Sam Raimi directed it. It's it's definitely a horror feel. Uh, the um, the There's definitely some nightmare sequence type things. There's the tie-in to Marvel zombies. There's just a lot here. Um, you know, and, and it was a fun movie. It's a good movie. Uh, it's not one of their best, I don't think, you know, but I, I was very disappointed in, in one, th and one day I'll tell you guys about it, but I was just disappointed in the Illuminati and how quick they were in and out. Let's just put it that way. I, I just was disappointed in that. But overall, I'm going to give it a three-fourth bags of candies because, you know, in Marvel movies, the, the measuring stick is the, you know, Avengers Endgame and, and just the culmination of that movie that it's very hard to get to that level it's like quentin tarantino he pulp fiction now it's like a second movie and it was the best movie he was going to come out with so it's very hard to you know you measure that and to me it's kind of like damn it's it was it was good it was fun and it's definitely visual and, and definitely seen on the big screen and you know the characters are great uh introducing some characters we've seen before and other you know, 20th Century Fox X-Men movies and things like that. Um, it really is a multiverse, and now you can have that connection. And anything's the limit. We saw with Spider-Man. Anything's the limit now. So, love that one. But 
three-fourths bag of candy. If I didn't say that already, I'm saying it again. I'm giving about three-fourths bag of the candy. Uh, whether it's M&M's, Reese's Pieces, or sugar-free candy, man, whatever. Uh, let's move on uh, to the next movie is Firestarter. It's a book based by Stephen King. It just came out. So Firestarter is, you know, this girl who's got some, you know, abilities, especially with fire and and she was played by Drew Barrymore uh, back in the 80s. So, and this movie, um, yeah, it was okay. Uh, it's been getting hit really hard with the critics and all that. And there's some reasons. I mean, it was, like I said, it was a fun little movie. But it, it just really, there's just more. There was, um, it stars uh, Zac Efron, uh, Kurtwood Smith from um, that 70s shows, which they just announced that. They are coming out with that 90s show. So if you liked that 70s show, well, that 90s show is coming. And Kurtwood Smith and, 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 and really they and, and there's a character called Rainbird played by Michael Gray Eyes. And Michael Gray Eyes has been a true detective and Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, he's uh, I believe he's an Indian, but, you know, he's just plays. He's just awesome. And I just like this dude. And so, you know, seeing him in the movie, I thought he did a great job. Zach Efron was OK. Um, Sydney Lemon plays Vicky and she's the little girl with the firepower or I'm sorry and Ryan and, and uh, is the, the girl that plays Charlie and she's the one with the firepower Sydney's the mom but anyway uh, I'm going to give this thing about a fourth bag of candies because you know uh, I think the original is still better and the book is not one of Stephen King's best books but seeing you know this you know her powers and what Ryan are you know Charlie, she's, uh, you know, the Firestar, she's got this power. Well, eventually, you know, she's able to unleash it, and you could see it. But it came out of the movies and then also on Peacock. So I watched it on Peacock because, you know, uh, I had heard different things about it. I just always want to see it and make an opinion myself. But once again, if you got some free time, it's not too bad of a movie. It's just not the greatest movie. It's definitely not the greatest remake and so Firestarter a fourth bag of candies uh it was directed by Keith Thomas so once again based on Stephen King's Firestarter book and so but it was okay now John Carpenter the John Carpenter and his son and son-in-law uh, they do the music so the music itself is really eerie and good and John Carpenter from Halloween to Big Trouble in Little China to The Fog to all the movies that he's done you know, he, he's got that good keyboards or synthesizers and pianos that just come in and, and, and it's a really good sound. That does similarly sound like the new Halloween movies. And so, uh, for me, I, I just listened to that soundtrack and, and John Carpenter and his son and son-in-law, um, they're, they're damn good. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm totally cool with Blumhouse and this was a Blumhouse production. So Blumhouse has done so many cool things. And hopefully a lot more to come. Uh, but um, Blumhouse, uh, I'm cool with him hiring John Carpenter to do the sound or music for all the movies because it's really good. Uh, so then moving on uh, to Family Camp. And Family Camp is a faith-based movie. And it's about a family that, you know, they're they're having issues. And so Family Camp, you know, is it's... Um, directed by Brian Cates and it was written by Brian Cates and uh, Renee Guttridge but 
this movie is more a wholesome family movie. They, you know, they're having issues, the main, you know, the husband and wife, and they're the Ackermans. So Tommy uh, Woodard plays Tommy Ackerman, which is kind of funny, Tommy, Tommy. Uh, and, and, and Leigh Allen Baker plays Grace Ackerman. And so it's their family, you know, Grace and Tommy are having issues because Tommy, he's just a workaholic. He just wants to work and try to get that promotion, trying to get more money for the family. And they go to church. He's always late. You know, he's just kind of that, that, that guy. And I think I've been that guy. We've probably all been that guy. Um, and there's another character named uh, Eddie, you know, Sanders. And he's played by an uh, actor named Eddie James and his wife and family. So the point is they get, you know, they, she wants to have this, you know, an experience to get closer as a family. And that's the Ackermans. Well, they go to church and so they talk about a camp. And so I've been to a camp too. So mancation, but anyway, so it's just hilarious because they, they go through this, uh, you know, uh, whole camp and, and games and they're trying to be the family of the camp and, but there's a lot of issues going on with both families. Well, because they're they didn't make the final payment, they have to, to share a yurt. It's kind of like one of the tent cabins with another family. And this family is a he's a chiropractor. He's just very out there. He's very someone would say idiotic. And so anyway, it was funny how they presented it. It was just a, it's a good you know faith based movie, Christian movie. Uh, had some good messages about patience and and just you know trying to. to do right by your family trying to listen it's hard to listen sometimes man i'm guilty of that trust me uh and, and for those who know me you know me you know i love to talk of course <laughs> who doesn't right but ever since i was in elementary school i was always getting in trouble getting uh detention for like a year straight you know it's, it's always been in my nature to talk but you know the 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 character eddie is kind of like that where his wife is having issues too and but you'll see but it's just a good, wholesome, fun movie. There's definitely some good, funny scenes. It's some stuff you're like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. But some of the stuff, once again, it's it's very appropriate. It's not anything like rated R kind of humor. So if you want to see a good family movie with your kids, just have some fun and laugh. Family camp, I'm going to give it a three-fourth bag of candies. I think it's um, definitely worth your time to go enjoy it with, a, you know, an afternoon off or whatever with your family or just, with, you know, your your friends or whatever. And it's, it's a good movie. And Fantastic Beasts, next movie, is, is uh, you know, The Secrets of Dumbledore. And, and I love the Harry Potter world. I do. I haven't read the books and I do want to read them. But the, the world itself has been really a great, I think, a good cinematic experience with all the Harry Potters and now with Fantastic Beasts and so it's it's directed by David Yates and of course it's written by the great J.K. Rowling from what I heard she was broken all this riding it in some cafe and she got it discovered and boom changed her life and here we are you know multiple movies books later screenplays later and still going strong well you know Fantastic Beasts it's it's Clearly, it's not for everybody, but if you like fantasy and you like that fun, you know, uh, sorcery and, and wizards and witches and monsters and the stuff that I like, it's it's a it's a great movie. It, it ties into a little bit of what's going on. And if y'all don't know, you know, the big Johnny Depp and Amber Heard lawsuit and 
just it's sad to see them go through that and it's sad to see you know that being on camera you know if you're one side versus the other johnny depp but anyway uh it's just <laughs> it's sad to see what people go through and sometimes it makes you realize what you got and what you should probably be thankful for hopefully none of those issues like that and with money and greed and power and and honestly you know addiction and you know there's a lot more there and clearly they're putting out their dirty laundry anger and and all this stuff gosh it's it's been pretty crazy that he lost his job because of all of this stuff he's lost several jobs but you know this is one of them you know he was going to be in the new one and he he's 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 not in you know he well, he wasn't i mean pretty much was canned right so i mean that's no no matter the way you look at it so but the cast itself is really great it it, it stars of course newt scamander eddie redmayne uh you got jude law plays albus dumbledore and and that's that's a great scene there's you know some things that you find out about albus that you didn't know or at least i didn't ezra miller who's now have you know plays the flash he plays credence barebone so he's kind of a, a character here but he's going through his own issues out there too and you're like all right well grant gustin for flash i guess you know because he's been you know got arrested for beating up people karaoke man you know so whatever uh you know and it's got um mads mickelson so he plays and he came out in and, and what was that the the solo adventures no rogue one he came out in rogue one as well uh there's just it's a good it's a good cast they you know catherine waterson is, is tina goldstein you have uh, just there's, there's a lot of good characters in here uh callum turner plays theseus commander which is the brother of newt and and so it's been it's uh dan Fogler plays jacob kowalski and i think he's really the thing that gets this whole thing going he's the heart he's like the soul and and and, and you know dan comes out and, and the goldbergs and he's just that dude that's the little short chunky guy who's funny and and that is, you know, he's a big part of of this sh- movie, and and he's he's the heart. I feel like he's the heart of this movie. But I'm gonna give this a full bag of candies because once again, I love this world. I love all the little things that they do. I love the, you know, the the special effects, and 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 I I just like all of of this kind of stuff. But. A full bag of candies. It's definitely a fun movie to watch if you haven't watched it. It's, co- it's a couple weeks old. Check it out if you're into that. Uh, full bag of candies. Sorry. So shifting gears to music. Um, you know, and once again, this podcast is about music. It's about movies. It's about soundtracks. It's about how they connect, how they interweave. And a lot of times, a lot of the mu- movies and music, it's hand in hand. I mean, it, it just really is. And so... Uh, that's that's just to mention the the band Coldplay. Uh, so a week ago, I was lucky enough to go, and I kind of mentioned before that five years ago uh, the hurricane blew in and, and Houston, and we had the show had to be canceled. It took five years to get back, and so uh, Houston, we do have a problem because to get there, Houston sucks. Sorry, it, the traffic is horrible. Uh, it's it's gotten so big and, and craziness to get through. Next time I'm just flying in and just, you know, <laughs> Uber into the hotel because 
it's craziness. It's I don't know. I used to live there 20 some years ago, and it was pretty bad then. Now it seems like it's just bad with all these freeways and traffic. So, hey, but the food's good in Houston. You know, I'll say that. But you know, clearly NRG is a top-notch facility, great big facility. It's you know, so we got a, we get a hotel which is across the street, and I was. I felt like the same room and I'm looking out going, we're back, you know, and to get there through all the little adventures and to finally get to go see Coldplay, you know, I've been the fan for 20 years of Coldplay and, and I think they're one of the, you know, like they're like a new U2 and I wouldn't even say new because 20 years old, that's a, that's their veterans and they have so many great albums, Music of the Spears is the, t- the current tour and so, you know, when we were able to experience this uh, two bands uh, opening up. It's an RB artist called Her, and she's really good. She plays really a mean guitar, but you know it's it's kind of a, a different audience. But you know you had her and and uh, forgot the other girl's name. She was somebody from Houston. Um, so she it was like you know she was lucky enough to open the show, and so it was an RB act as well. So that first band, she was okay. I, I'm totally drawing a blank, uh, long week, but, um, and, uh, anyway, so if I remember, I'll, I'll shoot it out next, next cast. But anyway, so, uh, her was, they, they were good. Definitely R and B definitely, you know, got some good stuff, but it was hard to understand her. So when I hear music, I want to hear the words. I want to hear it, sing along. She's got a couple of hits. But getting back to Coldplay, then just when it starts, it you know you walk in, they put the bracelet on your your wrist, and if you've never seen Coldplay in concert, um, they just they're just so talented, you know. They they had it was the NRG, so you had three stages: you had the front stage, middle stage, and the third backstage. And so we were on the floor, so we have our own entrance. We walk in, we're just you know on the floor, just right next to the band, actually. We were in the front side, back, you know, we could go anywhere down there, but we camped out kind of in the middle stage because you could see the front back they played and they go to the backstage. But hearing Chris Martin and hearing him talk about, you know, how much it meant for them to be back in Houston because of, you know, the hurricane, they were just ready to give it their all. And they did. It was it was just uh, a great night because you get these, um, they're like wristbands that are, they're there they light up so they're led so they can change colors so you're part of the show it's one of the most amazing things because with the music it it's all like in sync it's so amazing it does waves and colors and and so some of the songs higher power adventure of a lifetime paradise charlie brown the scientist they go the b stage it's viva la vida him for the weekend and that's the one with uh, uh i'm drawing her blank name uh rihanna whatever and 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 or rihanna or beyonce it's one of them i think it's rihanna but let somebody go and and the cool thing is chris martin invited a a, a fan you know to come up there some girl with saying that she could sing the song and by damn it she sang the song with him i was clapping i was you know as you just feel that love that this band shows the audience it's kind of like you two and hey judas priest and there's bands that you know bruce springsteen there's bands out there that d snyder from twisted said when you see them in concert it's they are a part of iron maiden bruce these dudes you, you feel like they appreciate you you know and and to see that and to, to wait 
20 years to see them in concert. Uh, it was, I don't know, it was an amazing night, you know, and then they had In My Place, Human Heart, People of the Pride, Clocks, uh, something just like this with the chain smokers. They had Midnight, they had My Universe, The Sky Full of Stars, Sparks, uh, Fix You, of course, is an amazing, great song. But the cool thing is they go to the third stage and, and they were talking about Houston and how they really were appreciative of how how much we have to go through to get to the show. Traffic, heat, ticket prices, you know, COVID, just the, the gambit of bullshit that you go through to get to a show. And it was so badass because he's like, hey, Corpus, you're on the map, man, because Chris Martin from, yeah, he goes, anybody who came from Corpus Christi, from San Antonio, from Galveston, we love you. Thank you so much. And I just screamed because those are my towns, you know, not Galveston, but uh, certainly Corpus Christi and, and, and San Antonio, you know, and for him to mention that and for him to talk about the traffic because the shit that we went through to get through to get to the stadium and the stuff at the hotel, oh my, that was worth it. That right there, when he mentions it, you felt like, thank you, God, for giving me an answer that it was just so amazing to be part of this night and i've been through some badass shows but this one i mean he, they so they do a song it's called houston they did houston number two go look it up when the can the first concert was canceled he made a song about houston and this song of course he's, they redid it and they called it houston number two and they went to the backstage because they try to get all the fans involved and it was probably 60 70 000 people there this thing was rocking and so some of the words was like, you know, you know, Corpus Christi, Galveston, San Antonio, you know, you're going through all of this. And he's like, hey, he's like, because guess what? Because Houston's not scared of a fucking hurricane. <laughs> that was awesome. Because it it was vindication of five years ago. Just the time it took three albums later to finally go see Coldplay. And before I... I leave you guys. I do want to tell you my Coldplay story. When I first discovered the band, it was 20 years ago. I was in, still in Corpus Christi, Texas, living there at my job. And so I was asleep. I was on the couch and had this dream. And in my dream, I was dreaming of a party. And I was in a party. And some of my brothers, and one of my brothers in particular, Danny Karboski, I remember asking him in the dream, Hey, Danny, bro, who's singing this song? And it was yellow. Okay. But who's singing this song and he's like i don't know bro but it's good and i was like yeah no shit this is a good song it's a really good song and all of a sudden when i woke up i kid you not i woke up and the video was playing on tv and it was cold play and it was it was black and white turning into color and it was yellow next day i, I was still buying cds i went that next that, that same the next day i went and bought it that was my first Coldplay album, first one ever, and just fell in love with the band. I have like four of their concerts. I've never seen them in concert. I was gonna see them, like I said, a few years ago, never, but to see them in this concert, I promise you, if you ever have the chance to go see Coldplay, go see them, feel the love, feel the experience, be part of that crowd, be part of the spiritual thing that you just are on cloud nine. I mean, I'm still cloud nine a week later, and um, bought a couple of t-shirts, you know, but when I first discovered them years ago, it was in a dream. And here I am 20 some years later, watching them in concert, 
talking to you about how great they are and no wonder why they're so good and how many hits they have because there's just they have too many songs too many hits that i like that there's just no way i they'd have to play every album you know there were so many songs that i didn't get to see however i will see them again and just know that music is back Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Joan Jett, Poison's coming soon. There's just so many things. Tesla, there's so many bands, uh, you know, uh, Bush and and just tons of different bands are on tour. You know, go out there, go support your local artists, go support these shows so they keep coming. You know, there's just uh, Zach Brown, there's all kinds of bands on tour. You know, go check them out. Coldplay is, man, that's like a, that's like 10 bags of candies, 10 cases of beer if you're drinking, 10 cases of Diet Dr. Pepper, <laughs> just whatever. It, it is just the experience was amazing. But anyway, I'll be back next week trying to get back onto a regular schedule. But I appreciate you listening. Remember, if, if you have you know any suggestions, anything, uh, hit me up, Lopez at rockinmovies.com. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Appreciate the support. You guys, you know, spread it out if you can. Appreciate that too. And we're getting to the dog days of summer. It's hot. So let's go out there, enjoy some movies where it's cool and go check out some concerts. But all of you guys have a blessed week. I'll talk to you later and love somebody, hug somebody, pick somebody up and do something cool. Later.